This is a special edition of the What Do They Said Tank, and has a couple of technical issues that you might not notice, but we do. So, um, sorry about that. To you in part by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash WDS to choose from over 85,000 titles for your iPod or MP3 player. Please. Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Doug from Hoobastank. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. This is Zandy Aris from the Dr. Phil Show. If you're not listening to What Duvet Said, then you're functionally retarded. Hello, I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambor. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hey, this is Lindsay Lowen. This is Alec Baldwin. Hi, this is Alicia Witt, and you're listening to What Duvet Said. Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? What do they say? Now you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest. Found at whatduvaysaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvay Studios North on Telegraph Hill in San Francisco, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who is sitting right next to me, your host, podcasting to you from Duvay North, actually in Jason's lap. That's yeah. how we like to do it. Yeah, here, you can hear. Here, I'm going to do the motorboat thing. <laughs> You're in a boat. You're in a uh, There you go. See, how else could I prove? You can even hear the chair creaking. It's all... Yeah. It's not theater of the mind. Nothing's being added in post here. No. I'm actually here. I am thrilled, Jason. This is the rarest of occasions that we are actually in the same room doing the show. I'm not watching you just pace about your apartment in right. uh, Duvet South. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for me to do the show without pacing. I can feel myself already feeling the, the energy and the anxiety of wanting to hop around really? and be in motion. This I have whole... pills. <laughs> do you have those little I blue do. pills, by the way? Any chance? Yeah. How is the sleeping going, by the way? For those of you who are, are new to the show, welcome. Yeah. Uh, and additionally, uh, you were uh, I gave you some advice last yeah. last show about uh, sleeping. And it's you... been it's been working out fabulously. It's been a combination of your advice, uh, working out. I found just going to the gym and expending a lot of energy there, uh-huh. and then taking the medically prescribed. <laughs> Um, a pill and to quiet the mind and then just laying there and just kind of letting it all go. And so, yes, I've gotten uh, a bunch of good night's sleep strung together, yeah. so I'm feeling quite spry today. Oh, so you're actually sleeping through the night. Yeah, you know, I've been sleeping. Like, I get up. I, I'm an old man. And, and, and all the Pokenecks in the world will not stop me from peeing at four in the morning, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. So I get up, but then I go back to sleep. You can, if any of you are paying attention to the show and you remember, you can email us at whatdubaysaid.com because your emails mean so much. And we love to get them. Or you can uh, find us on Facebook. You can just search the little search engine there. Find uh, What Duvet Said in the little search engine. Follow us on Twitter, at Bob Duvet. Or yeah. you can give us a call at... Uh, that's 415-937-0445. The number is always live, and it's 415-937-0445. Jace. Yes. I got my first official, like, official crazy phone caller f- oh. for uh, the, the What Do They Said About Music show. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Do, we, do we have it? Can we, we hear it? We do have it. I guess we could play it. I wonder how it'll sound. Let's see here. All right. So here, you know, what we can do is you can just... Hi. My name is Chris Johnson. I'm calling from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, 
really don't understand. I don't know. I just saw a number here. So I, this is the drunkest city in America. Uh, I don't know. I was watching Tunic's song for Karen by Sonic Youth, and they said I could see a, the full video here, and then they got your number. I don't know. Um, well, I was in a band. It was called Decoy Puppet. 1999, I think it's on, I don't know, you can like search the internet, you might find something. We got played twice on a local uh, radio show. We were pretty good. I don't know who Dubit is. Whatever you said, um, I don't know. I really, <clears throat> I gotta go. Peace. That is listener Chris Johnson from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wow, the drunkest city in the States? What did he say? He in the is, world? Or? I think in the States. He's doing his part, I think. Yeah, apparently. Uh, well, thanks from all of us at Duvit. <laughs> uh, should we mention that we're doing this show in front of a live audience? We should, absolutely. Uh, first, before we, before we talk about our live studios, I have to say that it's the, the, the most unusual thing about that is that when I was a kid, I used to pretend that I was a, an actor on a TV show and that Jason Duplissy was the character that I played, and my real name was Chris Johnson. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's... Too complicated for me to even wrap my head around. I know, I know. So when he said, "This is Chris Johnson," I was like, "Wait a minute! Did I leave this message?" <laughs> Your greatest role ever revised. Yeah. So let's let's look out for Decoy Puppet. I understand they were played on a local <laughs> radio They're station. They're pretty good. Twice. Twice. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for the call, uh, listener Johnson, Chris. Yeah. Divot. I really don't know what else to say about that. There's not much to say about that. But let's talk about our live audience. Yeah, with the, the, not only am I here live and in person, but we have a live studio audience sitting here. This, the, an audience of one. Yes. Woo! There All we go. from L.A. Make some noise! <laughs> I, it, took, can I, I, it took me a long time to break down that Reba wall because I've been trying to get in here. I know. finally let me in. She's the gatekeeper. <laughs> He is the gatekeeper, but we should say this is uh, somebody we've alluded to, we've outright mentioned. Yeah. This yeah. is a uh, Mr. Barrasco. Yep, here live and in person. Uh, yeah, I up? think my last mention involves snoring. Yeah. Bet you a snore. We can play a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been recording him snoring? It's funny because so Dave. Mr. Barrasco. Yeah, our guest. Our yeah. guest. Yeah. Do you want to post my social? <laughs> yeah. Five five one. Um, he's he's been a, a guest in my house before, and snoring was never really an issue. Not for me. I, I've lived with the kids, so you know, I, it, it, it's like water off a duck. Um, but water my wife, he, he spent the night on a weekday, and Hallie, my lovely wife, has to get up early in the morning when not, and I guess he was snoring. I didn't hear it. But she came and tried to jostle him to wake him up. I didn't hear it either. And uh, he was like, eh. and and didn't continue to snore. And then so the next morning, I get just an earful. She's like, "Your friends, no, no, <laughs> they can't. They can't. I have to. I have to work in the morning. They can't." He snored all night long. I'm like, did you close the door? I could hear him through the wall. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, but now she's but she's extended an invitation for him to, to stay at the house again. Well, she has a short memory then. Well, yeah. I, I think it's a week. Weekends aren't bad for her. I'll, I'll stay away from the, story, the snoring sauce. I think it has everything to do with the amount of whiskey you have. 
Snoring sauce. <laughs> Snoring sauce. Yeah, because you stayed. I had Mr. Barasco as a house guest, and I, I he wasn't a window rattler at my place. But then again, you were all the way downstairs, and I was all the way upstairs, and. Yeah. And he might have been avoiding the whiskey sauce. That's true. Or the snoring sauce. <laughs> there was also that time where I went down and I just had the pillow and I gently put it over his face. And out the light. Yeah. My friend, uh, I had a friend. I still have a friend, but when I, was a, when I was a kid, my best friend, he said, here, I want to do something. <laughs> and like, you know, we were having like a sleepover. I was spending the night and uh, lying in the he goes, okay, close your eyes. Okay, so I close my eyes, and he goes, "Okay, open him." And I open him, and he's over me with the pillow, and he goes, "Boo!" And he sticks it on my face, <laughs> and I went, "Whoa!" And then he looks at him, and he goes, "Stop! Don't kill yourself." I don't know, man. I guess wow. that's funny. You have some fun friends. I got some weird, weird things. That's probably me. a teen craze. Oh, is it? Right now, I'm sure. Like, snuffing your friend out with a pillow, yeah. you know, <laughs> to, to the point. Because, you know, I'm sure there's a buzz that you can get from that, you know. Oh, yeah. There it's has called to be. dying, kids. Yeah, and if there isn't, I'd like to start it. Yeah, the ultimate buzz, death. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing like it. Uh, so what What else is that? How was your, uh, your – now, you're immediately following this live broadcast. Yes. You're going to head back down. Back on the road. This uh, is a quickie for you. Yes. Squeezed in a quickie. I came up on... Well, what I wanted to do is, is you may or may not know, but there's a rather major holiday happening on Monday. It's I'm told. Idiot. It involves yeah. uh, ca meat and caskings. Meat and caskings, correct. So uh, there's... I thought instead of driving up when the holiday was happening, because there'll be traffic and people, that I would come up, you know, the, the a few days before. And I've been calling it a weekend, actually. I've been saying, oh, this whole weekend I've been doing this and doing that, even though it's, in, it's the middle of the week. I don't know if you know this. Actually, there's two things that I've discovered on the way up here. The first thing that I don't, I don't know if you know this, but being a San Franciscan, you might know this. I, I went out to dinner, um, another uh, uh, confederate of mine up here, and I were uh, eating at, uh, at a, a restaurant, and the waiter came up, rather, rather schmancy restaurant. I'm not afraid to say mm -hmm. it, was, it was schmancy. Are they a sponsor? They're not a sponsor, so uh, <laughs> I will leave them out of this. But uh, the guy came up and asked if we wanted any water for the table. And we said, oh, sure, we want water. And he goes, well, do you, do you want sparkling? Do you want flat or hetch hetchy? That was the joke. He was making the joke. No, no, no. He was, he was very, very serious. Oh, was he? That. Yeah. He's, he was, I, I mean, I don't know if he was, and my, you know, my consort yeah. uh, said, hetch hetchy's fine. And I was like, what? What? So I don't know if any, of, any else of you knows. It had to be explained to me, but hetch hetchy is apparently the river where the tap water comes from. It's a reservoir. It's it's a reservoir. Brasco? Well, I wonder if they were going to give you your choice of reservoir. <laughs> oh, is that is that the reservoir, the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir? Yeah. Like I just can't imagine in Los Angeles someone saying, oh, "Would you like, um, you know?" Let me tell you something, buddy. That's where your water comes from too. I know. Well, that's what, that's exactly right. It's like, well, would you like the Arrowhead? Would you like the the sparkling? Or would you like the you know the aqueduct? Hmm, yeah. aqueduct sounds delicious. So that was surprising to me. I didn't know that yeah. the Hetch Hetchy was what they called it. So you don't think he was making, because I've had that happen to me in restaurants here where it's kind of like the joke. It's just stand, standing in for tap water would be hetch hetchy because that's where we get our water from. Well, this waiter had been, this was a, like a, like I say, a rather established place. Uh -huh. It was wood paneling and, and it was very old school cigar kind of leather booths. And he wasn't old enough to- Gary be, Danko. He wasn't old enough <laughs> to have the- like like the hipness of the humor of it. I'm, mm. I'm guessing that perhaps he like he's heard that that's what people say, and now he, that's what he thinks they say. Ah, uh, you know, interesting. One of the things where the the younger generation takes something as a joke, which then becomes part of the mainstream. I'm gonna say I hate it. 
<laughs> I hate when that happens. Just, just as a warning, I think you should always stay away from the choice of the Davis water because that is the worst tasting water in California. Duly noted. So if they offer you that. <laughs> any of our listeners in Davis, we don't have anything against you personally. It's just your water. It's just your water. It's in, in, don't bathe in it either. <laughs> Even the Santa Barbara water is better than the Davis water. Okay. I don't. I, I didn't pay much attention to the water, but I'm I'm having a little hedge hedgey right now. Am I not? Yeah. Yeah. It's filtered. We have oh. a charcoal filter here at Duvet North. I, I barely taste the charcoal. Yeah, we treat our guests well. I appreciate that. We're treating you like a guest. Right, except if I <laughs> snore, then, it's, then I'm never you're out. out. Then I'm out, yeah. like yesterday's trash. Uh, so I was going to try and get Galvin here for the show as well. Nice. Yeah, but uh, couldn't be rustled. Oh, well. He's I, big time. I can do without the smell. There's been enough Europeans in the elevator at this restaurant. Really? That, uh, or at the, at the hotel at which I was staying. I didn't really notice. I don't really have a, as attuned of a sense of smell as others around me. Mm-hmm. So, again, this was we were, we were going to uh, Top of the Mark. Oh, yeah. To try to. Very nice. I didn't know this, but there was on Tuesday nights at Top of the Mark, they show a film which features... Top of the Mark in it, or the the Mark Hopkins Hotel. Which film? Because I know there is it a Hitchcock film or? Well, apparently there's several films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, that um, one of the Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry movies. Yeah, yeah. In Vertigo. Apparently it was an inner space. I guess Meg Ryan got out of the cab in front of the Mark Hopkins or something like that. Interesting. But the, we we go up there and the place is packed. Well, first of all, we get up in the elevator and the the one of my friends that I was with was just making this face. Oh, that's what's up with the face, and we get out, and she was like, "Oh, oh my God, did you? Oh, I couldn't stand it because apparently she was like, can't the euros bathe? <laughs> There's euros. <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately, I didn't notice that, but it was jam packed. The whole place, we couldn't get in, and they were they were like, well, well, can we? Can you give us a call? Can we wander around? No, you have to. Can we sit at the bar? No, you have to stand here with this crowd of people that is crowded up on the side of the elevator until a, a table comes available. Takes the class out of that, doesn't well, it? They, well, not only that, they were showing Barrett. That was the film uh... they were showing, and I don't want to see a big naked man wrestling. While I'm having dinner, like isn't that a, you've seen Barat, right? Isn't that a scene? I've never seen Barat. There's a scene where he's a big naked fat man and and Borat wrestles. Oh, Borat! Yes, Borat. Oh, you know what I noticed too, by the way. I noticed last week's show. You've taken to pronouncing words <laughs> in a very interesting way because I I know you called California. California. Ah, okay. Last week. Okay. And it's a Borat now, as a, a Borat. As a Mr. Borat, yes. Which, uh, I, I, there is, that Borat's in the top of the mark? I don't know. I saw it that one time, and I've... That I've, would seem to be a strange movie to play for a mixed audience. Well, and to, and to, to... I like. <laughs> well, to, and to make it like a calling card for your hotel, like to make yeah. it something you're proud of, yeah. you know, it would, it would be as if... You were saying, this is a great bed and breakfast to stay at. Let me play you this recording of Mr. Barrasco snoring. Yeah. Nobody wants that. <laughs> I gladly take the bullet for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like having you in the background there. You're sort of like the, you know, like the dude in the booth that is sort of like talking over us. You're like our own, our own little uh, Baba Booey. Yeah. Or Larry Bud Melman. Yes. Or Larry Bud Melman. Speaking of buds. Yeah. Well, it's tourist season. Maybe that's why uh, there is. There were so many euros in the elevator. Well, there was a lot of people wearing name tags, like the oh, was the a necklace. Yeah, like there was a convention in town. So that happened. And the other thing that I, I discovered is um, I was actually up here not too long ago. I mm-hmm. made a quick day trip up to the Bay Area, and uh, I five. Are you driving down, Mr. Braska? I never take a five if I can help it. I always take the one alone. 
Okay, well, good, good on you because Interstate Five, Caltrans warning for those of you who are traveling up Interstate Five for this holiday weekend. Interstate Five is closed to one lane. There we are up in the chopper. Hey, this is Jason the Blizzard. Your eye in the sky traffic counter. I'm flying over the Shafter Wasco exit through Stockdale Highway. God, that hurts. And I-5 is closed down to one lane, up to a one-hour delay to go for one mile. Oof. What Absolutely dreadful. How'd you find you found that out? You have the I straight dope? Found people? It you have, like, Indians scouted up on, on the... Uh, yeah, with their... The bluffs? Their ear down to the ground. <laughs> listening. Mm. That's how he finds his best route, the ear to the ground. Exactly. Where's, where's Jeff Barrasco when I need him? So I'm, I sat in that miserable traffic the last time I came up here, and it was just, it was supposed to be an easy shot, just drive on up, and here I am sitting, and I, I just couldn't believe it. So this time I looked on a map, and I discovered that I could actually take uh, 119 up to 43 up to the Stockdale Highway. It was about a 10-minute uh, detour. So I'm driving up, and traffic's going great, and I see the exit, and I see the traffic moving great, and I was like, should I just stay on 5? I, I don't see it slowing down. Mm, but I did it anyway. I took the and I took the detour. It took about ten minutes, and they get back on the freeway. The freeway is moving fast again, and I was so proud of myself for doing it. But at the same time, I was like, "Did I need to do that? <laughs> was I so good at it that I missed all the traffic, or was it a waste?" You know, like because I I never saw any traffic, and that was the thought that you wrestled with for probably the next four hours. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I was like, wow, jeez. I, well, I you, really you, wanted to know. You were I, doing it, though, maybe for future trips so that you know what that yeah. detour feels like. Yeah, because I will be driving up again in two weeks. I'm going camping. Wow. Well, if, if then if you're really feeling adventurous, there's these cute little nothing highways in the middle of California between the 5 and the 101 that go through, like, Taft and stuff like that. There's, you'll see nobody. Right. And no, yeah. Maybe no gas, even. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. There was a gas station there, a Shell station, right there on, on 43, uh, just before, right on 119 and 43. Hey, big shout out to all our listeners at the, <laughs> 119 and 43 there, Shell station. Shell station, holla! Shell station, holla, with gas at 489 a gallon. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was supposed to be coming down. Uh, well, goodness knows what it was before then, but they, I guess it, it, it must take a lot of... If you're the only game in town, too, you could set, you know... Yeah, but also you got to bring the gas out to there. Yeah. No wonder you're paying some bloke to do that. Oh, God. Well, it was a simpler time back when you just had Indians and buggies and yeah, wagon exactly. trains. When it took, uh, you know, all that, all that time to get... I want my bullet train. That's what I want. Yeah, well, they promise it. They never deliver. They have been working on... I, I, I'm just going to... You know, because this is what I'm all about, being on the on the road. There's a stretch of highway near Magic Mountain, right? When you get off a of grapevine here and uh, driving south up in... Uh, hope this makes it onto the show. <laughs> I can feel it happening. We are over <laughs> Magic Mountain Parkway. Uh. And it, for for... 15 years now they've been doing construction on there and it always slows down I'll be like oh I'll be so happy when this is over it never ends never ends do you I'm sure your listeners in Newhall will appreciate that yeah you. exactly hey you got any traffic stories you'd like to share for us <laughs> what Duvet said at gmail what Duvet said what Duvet said shout out to Chris Johnson so uh I, I was gonna say as a, as a child driving from 
San Francisco. We'd always go down and make our annual pilgrimage to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And we never, ever, ever stopped in Magic Mountain. No. And it's a shame because Magic Mountain looked infinitely cool, especially after you've been in the car for, you know, four hours and you hit Magic Mountain. And I was just like, always. I have never been to Magic Mountain. I haven't been to Magic Mountain since, spoiler alert, 1988. I was there on Senior Fling. That's the last time I was really Magic Mountain, which was the most miserable. Senior Fling was the most miserable time, possibly of my life. I don't think I had a Senior Fling, or if I did, I didn't attend. I'm pretty sure you didn't attend. That would be my guess. Yeah, sounds more likely. Most people did. Mr. Barasco, you weren't on Senior Fling. I was not on that particular fling. No, most people weren't. I and the people who were were will remain nameless. But I can tell you that most of them are not Facebook friends with me. I can tell you that. <laughs> probably not listeners of the show. No, probably not. But they may be. Give a little shout out to. I don't know. I can't think of anybody's name. <laughs> well, should we uh, get into the news? You can't say it like that. You gotta say it like this. Should we get into the news? been a great news cycle because it's tying up some of our old news stories into a, like it's either their comebacks to a story we previously talked about mm -hmm. or we've we've gotten closure on some stories that were open-ended yeah I, I had a live of uh, a live and in-person reaction we got a lot of listener reaction to tons your, your story last week our story last week of the uh, man hiding in the portal potty yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe my favorite one was I just received live and in person the other day someone actually stopped me and said oh and fuck off about that story because really just couldn't handle it yeah it was pretty heavy it was a heavy <laughs> it was a heavy duty story yeah, yeah. alright well here's one in, along those lines okay let me load it up alright I'll wait for you alright here we go okay Woman arrested after allegedly spraying deputies with breast milk. Out of her breast? That's where they came from. Look at her. She's kind of hot, too. Uh, oh, see? Now this is it. I, I never get to sit and read your new stories. Wow. Look at those pouty lips. Yeah. Her name is Stephanie Robinette, Delaware, Ohio woman. Oh, uh, Delaware, Ohio. That's a double threat. Yeah, yeah. We could have played the game with this one. No, but it's... I would have... I can see the... Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting right here, Rob. The ruse is up. <laughs> All right, so this woman faces several charges after she allegedly sprayed deputies with breast milk as they tried to detain her over the weekend. I would pay money to see, sadly no video has been recorded of this, I would pay money to see that struggle. Yeah, well, how does that happen? How does she get to be in the position? I mean, is it like, like a weapon? Does she pull Maybe it out? Maybe they were out and aimed. Oh, you think she was actually topless at the time? Does it tell us? I mean, of all the things. Now, though, correct me if I'm wrong. Last week's story that we're not, we shouldn't be talking about. The story that shall not be named. Yes, yes. the story that shall not be named. A security guard actually tried to wrestle. Yes. The the offender. The, yes, the waist covered. <laughs> the, yeah, waist covered offender. Yeah. yeah. So that now that shows a little bit of dedication. These guys are complaining because they're going to get. Zapped with a little bit of breast milk. What what kind of footage does she get out of breast milk? I, I mean, how how close? Doesn't is she, there's some cleavage happening here, but we're not getting a very. These must have been cannons. Well, that's what I wonder. Like, I wonder not so much the, the on the receiving end, but what did she? What was her state of mind thinking that that was a viable weapon? Was she trying to get them to slip out of her grasp, or to just go? Ah! Like, you know, back up like it was acid or... Well, I don't know. I'll tell you what happened, though. So when deputies attempted to remove Robinette from the vehicle, 
She advised the deputies that she was a breastfeeding mother and proceeded to remove her right breast from her dress and began spraying the deputies and the vehicle with her breast milk. And the vehicle? Just so, Willie gangsta style. I think it's a. I think it is a slippery thing. I think she felt that like like they would go whoa, like their feet would start spinning out yeah. from underneath them. Like, whoa, 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 it's like a fucking uh, Smokey and the Bandit movie. <laughs> yeah. Like they all sort of slide, and yeah. fall on their ass, and like they have the you know she's spraying it on the car, so if they tried to grab the car, it would slip out of their hands. Whoa. Oh my lord. I'm gonna get you, Robin. Yes, so God, these police officers are kind of pussies. I would have, I would have probably just taken one for the team and then went in there, wrestled her boobs, yeah, put them in those little plastic, you know, cuffs, maybe, you know, something like that. I would have done that. You know, my sister is a uh, is a, a junior high principal, and uh, she told me like the greatest thing ever to say to someone like when they're doing something really offensive or doing something that they're trying to get up, which I think would have worked excellent in this situation, that she'll just take the person aside and go, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, that's what I feel like if I'm being sprayed by breast milk, I'd just be like, what, why don't you just kind of look at the guy next to you and just like, you know. Like, I, now I've seen it all, right? Yeah. Well, maybe a question, is breast milk, does it conduct electricity? Oh, are you thinking about tasing? Exactly. They went to the tasing? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why they were reluctant to tase because they would... <laughs> like they were standing in yeah, the water. In a pool of breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> they would just be shocked in the ground. Oh, Lord. Uh, wow, she's sort of maniacal. She's like an evil Batman villain. I know. Maybe we should, what would we name her? Well, right in. We'll have a new contest. I spell a contest. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, write in with the name for this new villainess. Um, any pop off the top of your head? Uh, well, no. Or rather, there's way too many. That yeah, come right? The top of my head. <laughs> what did you say, Mr. Brunsgrove? Sprazam. Sprazam. I like calling her nipples. Yeah, I'll call her nipples. Okay, so uh, with this particular uh, uh, story here, would you call this a... a or not a... a for me, this is A. Okay. As much as I want it to not be A. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would not expect that. I wonder if they can now, are they going to, is it mandatory now they're going to cover that in police camp training in Ohio? Well, you know what I think? Things like this happen. We were just talking about this a couple shows ago. Like, the, the guy who got on the plane with the shoe bomb mm -hmm. and now we all have to change. Like, is there going to be a big... Like, I can just see the police sitting in the room and the, the squad guy coming up to the top and saying, all right, there's been a change in procedure because of the breast milk danger of electrocution during tasing. So from now on, all deputies must ground themselves by wearing their, these rubbers whenever they are on beat. Brought to you by these rubbers. Yes. Um, Not a sponsor. I, I like the idea of the cops no longer saying, show me your hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Show me your breasts. Well, we need to see your breasts. Yeah. Keep your breasts out at all times. Wow. Okay. All right, so there we go. So that we're starting off with the bank. Yeah. Wow. That was good stuff. That's, right. uh, yeah, that's Let's get to another one. Yes. This one's been in the news. I, and I know this will this will be interesting because I know you're you're a Beatles fan. I like interesting stories. Oh, here we go. I am a Beatles fan. This one involves John Lennon. I guess. Have you heard the hubbub that's been going around? About Winston O'Boogie? Yes, <laughs> nice one. Uh, 
that the, the title reads, Lenin was a closet Republican. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? So apparently, John Lennon was a closet Republican who felt a little embarrassed by his former radicalism at the time of his death. According to the tragic Beatles star's last personal assistant, apparently he was enamored with uh, with uh, Ronald Reagan, the old Gipper. Oh, and he uh, he he said if he w were to vote, he would have voted for Reagan. Oh, but he didn't have time because he was shot dead in the street. Yeah, ooh, yeah. So timing is everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> let that be a lesson to you. Get out the vote. Yeah, and he was soured on Jimmy Carter. I guess That's he found him ineffectual. Understandable. And, uh, yeah, so uh, this is making the rounds in the news because obviously one associates John Lennon with being, you know, the the leader of the liberal cause, you know, back in the day. Right. So this is, is I mean, is this news? Is this? Well, you know, I heard an interview not too long ago with John Lennon where he was talking about how he was catching a lot of flack from the... You know, the still hippies or liberals at the time mm -hmm. about how he was he had a bunch of money. And he was he was like, well, you know, it's it's all great to be you know, stopping the war and peace and love and all that, but what's wrong with having money to do it? That was sort of my George Irish John Lennon. <laughs> yeah, I like that impersonation. One. You like that? Yeah. It was a little bit more John, sort of down here, I guess. I'll work on my John. I think my I think my Paul's a bit better. Oh yeah, your Paul's good. I like that. See. See if I can do George. Can you do Davy? <laughs> <laughs> what number is this, Jim? Uh, no, I can't do Davy. Hey, speaking of the monkeys, let's not talk about the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> really? We're going to alienate so many <laughs> fucking primates. Well, I can see, you know, there's... Uh, I think, like anything, with the whole sort of Republican-Democrat thing, they're... they're there are things that I agree with on liberal policy, but I don't agree with everything. And there are things that I agree with. Like I was walking the dog the other day and I had this grand epiphany where I generalized the two parties as such. You want to head into Jason's insight corner? It's, <laughs> it's a very, very brief insight. But, uh, we uh, can we fit in. three of us in there? Yeah. Well, I see Mr. Brasco can stay in there. But anyway, here we go. In fact, we, we actually have to knock him out so he does not know the actual location of your insight corner. Well, let me put this pillow over his head. <laughs> uh, the, this isn't that much of an insight because as I had the thought, so we'll head out of the corner in just a moment. But as I had the thought, I realized the fallacy of the thought. But I discovered that uh, I thought that Democrats think that people are the problem and people are the solution. And Republicans believe that people are the problem and God is the solution. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Can that all fit on a bumper sticker? Because I smell a WDS marketing hey, campaign. But then I, the more I tried to articulate that and make it make more sense, to, to bring it down to bumper sticker size, yeah. like people are the solution, God is the solution, but both think that people are the problem. Like the more I went down that rabbit hole, the more it didn't make any sense at all because you can't generalize Republicans and no. Democrats that way. I like to think God hates us all. Uh, amen. I think God hates you the most. <laughs> That's my belief. But uh, you know, there there are things. I I will call myself a liberal because I I don't side with much of the Republican platform. But there's a lot of things that are make sense about you know the Republican Party. Like I will I will believe that sort of thing. Let's get out of the inside. Corner. I, but uh, I will. But I was, no 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 no. We'll go into your nook if you want your own nook. Uh, this is a place for my inside. See, right, Mr. Barrasco's here now. I just had to use the restroom adjacent to inside corner. Yeah, well, that's fine. You had to get a little hetch hetchy out of you. <laughs> um, 
you know, so the, it's completely ridiculous. The, the, the idea that if, I, if you believe in everything the Republican Party stands for, except for, you know, let's say uh, abortion, then you're a dirty commie pinko. I guess you would be a pinko, right? Yeah, it may be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. But if you don't believe in everything, then you're not a Republican. And if you don't believe in everything, then you're not a Democrat. Okay, then I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'd say I'm becoming more of a conservative liberal. Yeah. Like, I, I'm really becoming annoyed with the whole, you becoming. know, it, it's gotten to be that there's so many voices that it's just one big cacophony of, of you know, people. Everybody's, you know, too, what's the word? They pussyfoot around everything if you're a liberal Democrat, you know. You have to be so kind to everyone's feelings that yeah. it just gets to be annoying. Right. And, and, you, could, you could start your own annoyed party. Yeah. See how far that goes. Well, yeah. this is along these lines. Wait, we, we have to we have to assess the last oh, okay. story. Uh, was it a... The shocker! That one for me is... A, it, this, that's going to be a... The shocker! Okay, okay, fair enough. What do you think, Mr. Barasco? None. Okay. Ooh, you thought John Lennon was a Republican. You're suspicious. I like that about wow. you. Wow, we can't go home together. <laughs> All right, well, this is a, we'll piggyback this story because it's kind of relating to what we were talking about. Wait, I had something. Oh, maybe. But just because he maybe wanted to vote for Reagan instead of, I mean, that's... Yeah, there's well, that's the problem. You can't that. vote. Now, like Jason was saying when we were just in his insight corner, you cannot straight... You are either all in or all out. Right. You know, so you couldn't just cherry-pick elections and vote occasionally for, hey, I feel like this is a stronger candidate. Yeah. I want to go there. It, then you are making a wholesale, you know, sea change of your belief system that's going to be, you know, used against you later. Well, but yeah, yeah, do you, was Jimmy Carter, I guess, was up for re-election then, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and he couldn't vote for Jimmy Carter. And then, what, what you know, Mondale Ferraro, is that who we wanted in 84? That, was, that would have been who it was, right? And yeah. I, truth be told, I think the first election I was able to vote in was the Reagan, so it would be maybe the second Reagan? Well, Mondale Ferraro would have been 84. John Lennon was shot in 80. Okay. He was a president I, I may not have been years. old enough to vote then. No, Reagan was going out. 88 would probably be yeah. the first election. So you were voting for Bush or... Uh, Clinton. No. No, Bush or Dukakis. Dukakis. Yeah. Huh, I wonder if I voted for Bush. I know I voted for... My first election, I voted Republican because I wanted to win. I simply wanted <laughs> to win. And it had nothing to do with any sort of... Uh, and that's, a, that's something, a, a stance I've taken to throughout my life. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, yeah well, it's nice to win sometimes. That's why I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, hey. All right, so this one here, this was interesting to me because it says by a U.S. News Politics, reputable source, mm. not a sponsor. No. Um, and Harvard, I guess, have did some sort of study, and it says July 4th par parades are right wing. <laughs> so now celebrating this, this holiday that we're about to celebrate is, is, um, is no longer good because it's just, if you are a, a, a liberal pinko like, like ourselves, yeah. we, are, uh, we are celebrating – the right wing. You well, can't be patriotic anymore. No, you can't because America, you know, is, is still, you know, destroyed the Indians. And I'm celebrating Indians. overeating, um, overconsumption, which our country is founded on. Yeah. And I am celebrating. I, I don't celebrate the flag. You know, I love our troops. I've had people that have been in the military in my family. My brother, for one. Yeah. And I, it has nothing to do with that. I believe that they are wonderful people. They give up a lot for us. 
I don't see it as being that that. I just think that the you know what we're celebrating on the Fourth of July is um, you know hot dogs and, and, and barbecues. Yeah, but what you know what I get swept up in as far as the I, I actually enjoy the patriotism. I like it. I like the feeling of the the colonial times and the the fifes and drums and the Sousa and the flag waving and fireworks I, I get I get swept up in that in in the in, in it in so much that it's a fantasy that it's it, it's a manufactured uh, a manufactured thing that is the perfect idealized we became a nation on the 4th of July 1776 as if that's what actually happened but it's it's a symbol it's a, it, and I enjoy the symbol of it in as much as that I enjoy the symbolism of Christmas like I don't believe that you know, obviously Christmas Day wasn't when Jesus was born because I can tell you I know nothing about herding sheep, but nobody's standing out on a hillside in the middle of winter in the Middle East because sheep aren't there at that time. I doffed my white wig to you, sir. Yes, indeed. And you know what? You got a whole bunch of the rest of the year to not believe in America. What about the 4th of July is, is Independence Day, and that's all there is to it. It's the... It's the you have the right to not to not like Independence Day because we live in an independent country. I don't like Independence Day because of Will Smith. I hear he's quite a pain in the ass on the set. See, now I would go, uh, I would go the other way and say I don't like Independence Day because of Randy Quaid. Ah, interesting. Is he still on the lam? <laughs> I trust you for my news. I don't know the rest of it. And you know, you know, I I, I also trust uh, about you. Yeah is that you will help me out in talking about our actual sponsor, Audible.com. Oh, I love Audible.com. I am, now I am, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hunting for a new book. Well, I, you should, I, I hate to, to, to beat a dead horse or to bury a sleeping dog or do anything to an animal. Do I have to put on my bossy pants now? Well, I, li I finished listening to Bossy Pants on the way up, actually. I, I got to the very end of it. Um, and uh, I will say this about Tina Fey's book, that I, it was incredibly funny. I really liked when she was talking about 30 Rock. The stories about Saturday Night Live were fantastic. I got a little lost near the end there. She started talking about being a mother, which is fine. You know, it just wasn't what I uh, uh, what I needed to hear, but I think you know the women's will like it. And she actually points out a couple of times that she's 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 not really talking to you know uh, she doesn't believe any boys are listening. Um, but I will call out Tina Fey on two things. She says in the book, I thought to myself, mm. and GPS system. Tina Fey, I'm calling you out. <laughs> but I love your book, and I got it on Audible.com by visiting www.audibletrial.com/wds, where you can find over 40,000 Audible downloadable books for free. You get 14 days free trial by visiting audibletrial.com/wds and browsing through their library. There, you too can download up to geez, I think this was a seven-hour book. This uh, really, really, this uh, Tina Fey book, and uh, I'm ready for my next one. And it's too bad. I, I, I was going to say it's too bad that I don't have one right now but you know what here sitting in your house you just grab one off I can the just, computer screen here. well you know but I don't I need to grab it off your computer screen I can take up my iPhone and simply download it directly oh. from their audible app make it so easy way down. so wait, you're ready for your new book uh, what do you what do you well what do you I want the new book I want to listen to is uh, the Keith Richards ah uh, yes 
Is it an autobiography? I think it's called. <laughs> 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 you don't read it, does he? <laughs> I think it's called like loose translation. Too many cigarettes. Um, but yeah, that's the next one. I hear it's great, and I don't know that he reads it. I'm thinking maybe Johnny Depp might read it. Oh, that would be delightful. That would be a good, good uh, person to stand in. AudibleTrial.com/slash/wds. I might check out that same behavior. Oh, it's great. Finished it. I probably finished it at the exact same time you finished Bossy Pants. I think our cycles sync up like women. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they say that about show hosts. That's disturbing. Uh, okay. Let's go back to the... Well, I just want to say as a studio audience member, I'm glad you guys told me about Audible because I thought it had something to do with like a football play on a website. With oh, like when you get up to the line and you start freelancing? <laughs> Calling an Audible? That's kind of how this show is. Yeah, exactly. All right. More, uh, more news. More news? I, I'm not ready for in other news yet. No, no, we're not there. We yet. never actually got to that story that you're going away from. Yeah, that was just more the the st- uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna uh, to to tie a neat bow on our conversation I love about neat bows. Republicans and Democrats and all that is uh, I'm so very very tired of people who are experts because they're experts on what not to do and what's wrong and have no idea how to do things. Be an expert on what to do. Yeah. You know? Not yeah. I I I've been watching um, a lot of uh, well you know I watch morning shows, news shows, whatnot, and then I'll occasionally flip through the to the the MSNBC and the CNN, and everybody's dissecting the hell out of the 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 Casey Anthony trial. Is that yes. the one? Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, I think last week that these people are not experts, and all they are doing is picking apart. Speculating. All they're doing is they're professional speculators. Yeah. You know, like, which is, there's room for that. Thank God we have a show. I know. Well, we're, know. We're, we're in, de- in, in. But call them that. Don't call them experts. Call them speculators. Yeah. Here to speculate on what may or may not be the testimony and yeah. may or may not be the, you know, the meaning of these statements. Yeah. We have, you know, Dan Abrams speculating. Yeah. I will give the, I will give that that amateur the expertise, the weight that he requires yeah. by hearing him called an amateur and not an expert. I just this morning, uh, having breakfast, there was a television on in the in the restaurant where we were eating and there was a MSNBC was on and um, the the guest I was with having breakfast went just cuz you're wearing a bow tie doesn't mean you know what you're talking about, you know, cuz it was true. It's true. Bow ties seem to be in fashion. How about this? Tell me. Flesh-eating cocaine hits New York and Los Angeles. Gotta watch out for that. Oh, no. Look at, look at the picture. Oh, my goodness. That's a picture of an ear with... Well, who does cocaine in their ear? No, this is just from inhaling it. it eats On your ear? Flesh. Apparently, cocaine cut with the veterinary drug Levamisol... Oh, then it's not the cocaine. No, cocaine it's what, is perfectly safe. It's what... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, no, what they cut the cocaine with now yeah. is this veterinary drug that is is producing rotting flesh. Oh, and that's, that's the, the person's ear. So it's if I, you know what I was thinking not too long ago, actually, whatever happened to the flesh-eating bacteria? And I'm glad to see that it hasn't gone away. Yeah, I just love that people are so desperate to get a buzz that they are willing to, you know, rot their flesh. I, I tell you something. I, I was talking with 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 a with somebody, a listener of the show, about this. We were having a discussion, and I no longer partake in in you know hard drugs. Yeah, right. I'm more in the soft drug realm now. Right, and nor do I provide you with any drugs. You do not. Let the record show. <laughs> um, I'm not a mule. But uh, but 
if I was to fall off that particular wagon, yes, it definitely is not going to be the crappy cocaine that's floating around here in North Beach. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the guy with a candy dish that comes up with the finest Peruvian flake. I mean, I want it to like be dust almost. Yeah. It's so fine. That's the only way I would ever see getting back in the game, as it were. Well, I feel like with the wisdom of age that we... Uh... We, we're fortunate that we don't have to go knocking on the wrong doors. Yeah. You know, that we don't have to... Let that be a lesson to all of you. Once you get older, people, it's much easier to get the fine. Just get the fine. Spend a splurge. Yeah, you're worth it. Exactly. Spend a few extra dollars. Make sure that shit is cut with nothing. Yeah, you don't need to have your ear fall off because yeah. of that. I, but still, that's, I think that gives cocaine a bad name. It Just does. say that cocaine is co flesh-eating cocaine. Yeah, it's that's not flesh-eating cocaine. We're not gonna it's call it, it's, it's Cocaine cut with lamanosol. If it's cut with pokinex, though, you know it's good. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there you go. So flesh-eating cocaine, be on the lookout for that. Okay, um, duly noted. But the funny thing is the reason why they're using it. Because yeah. uh, my friend and I were talking about, well, baking soda would be infinitely cheaper, I have to imagine, and easier to get a hold of than this veterinary drug that somebody has to boost, right? Right, and, and get, yeah. And baking soda, does, it, you can still cut up your cocaine so you get more of it, yeah. and you're not going to have people's flesh rotting off, right? Yeah, I really don't know enough about the cocaine to know quite what you're talking about. But it's I'll... because this stuff, this levanolosol business, hits, might tingle the same brain receptors in the same way that cocaine does. So it's a way for them to probably skip out on even more cocaine um, and then you get the feel so you don't feel like you got gypped mm. well why not just do the veterinary drug and leave the cocaine out I'm watching a couple TV shows now uh -huh. one of them Californication and yes. the other one is Weeds and in these and both are set in well Californication is definitely set in Los Angeles proper right and it's a Hollywood types yes and all Hollywood types apparently do apparently are drugs yes. and and screw each other. Yes, that's my experience. Is, is it, I'm curious. Is that is that like is that just a prevailing myth or is the myth like based in some sort of reality? The reality is that a bunch of overweight, balding, mid thirties writers wish they were doing drugs and getting laid, so they write that that's what's happening. Ah, uh, because I'm and, and everybody talks to each other. On this sophisticated level where it's impossible to hurt someone's feelings. You can say the meanest, most biting things to each other. The women are all sophisticated enough that they're okay with knowing that all their boyfriends and husbands are out stacking anything within arm's reach. Yeah, patently untrue. Yeah, that's what I figured. I think people, human beings aren't that different from one another, whether they're, they're wealthy or not, I think. No, well, Mr. Barrasco, you're involved in the film industry. You're a heavy hitter. In the, the business. You're the a shot caller. Yeah, you're a shot caller. What, what, what do you think? Is, 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 the, is Californication an accurate portrayal of Los Angeles lifestyle? <laughs> I've seen about five minutes of Californication, but I say that we don't have enough time off when we're working to get involved in that craziness. Yeah, that's not true. They that's... give you, a bunch of, they give you uh, six hours off between. Well, that's why you need to be doing this flesh-eating cocaine during the shoot. Yeah, you work harder. Would you? But I would imagine that would impede your access to ass if you had like you know rotting flesh as you approached the young starlet. Oh, you can you just visit the makeup trailer and they'll cover that. Ah, uh, good quick. point. Good just, point. Just airbrush it out. One-stop shopping on those movie sets. Yeah. Is it flesh-eating cocaine or is it only ear-eating cocaine? I think it's flesh-eating, but they're showing the ear. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, was this a flesh eating cocaine? Is this a. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna call that a. Shocker! Because, um, because it just grosses me out. <laughs> I am going to abstain. In parliamentary procedure, I am refusing <laughs> to determine whether this is whether this is a or not a. Got it. All right, fair so enough. There you go. All right. Well, is there any more news? Is there in other news? Let's or? do some in other news okay. right now. We like in other news, and it's a chance to play the song. I love that. All right. Let me switch for some in other news. Ooh, this is God. I love her. I love I think her. If so you're much. gonna do that flesh eating cocaine, you can have a picture of that ear eaten out underneath the line of cocaine. Actually, you do the cocaine off a flesh-rotten ear. Yeah, there you go. What you should do is you should cut your cocaine with rotted flesh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Lindsay Lohan collapses outside a club just hours after house arrest ends. Oh, Lilo. Really? What, can we, what is so fascinating with Lindsay Lohan? Well, she's, I mean, the paparazzi obviously are, are obsessed with her. But, I mean, help me help, me help you, Lilo. You, house arrest, you have to be aware that there's a perception of you as being useless. Yeah. And the first thing that occurs to you after your house arrest ends is to go to a L.A. nightclub. It doesn't say which one here. Where you know paparazzi is going to be waiting for you. And then to fucking collapse, as you seem to do with regularity in front of paparazzi. It's either wear flat shoes. <laughs> yeah. You know? Or stay away from the fucking clubs for a couple weeks. Well, I'm going to believe what happened is that she's been she's been so good about not drinking yes. or doing the drugs while she's under house arrest that she just she just overextended herself, blowing off some steam. Exactly, just making it a little bit easier. She looks so herself. wasted there. Look at that picture. Oh my goodness. And look at that. I love that one. That's a great one. Well, See, when well, you pop yeah. off enough shots, you're, you're going to get that one. Yeah, what, what you're seeing here, what I'm looking at is she's she's curled up, I'm going to say, either on the floor or in the backseat of the car with her knee up against her chin and her eyes are closed and her mouth is open. Another yeah. one, she just the bleariest eyes yeah. uh, ever. I don't see any rotting flesh, though, so she must not be tapped into that cocaine source. Well, she's she hasn't been in New York. No, it's in L.A. now, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Oh my gosh. And, so, and then so, telling friends too scared to leave home, largely because she thinks there's a bounty on her head in the paparazzi community. A bounty on her head. God. The level of fucking self-absorption with, with Lilo is just... And then, my new favorite show. Oh yes, you said you were watching two shows. Californication was... Oh, Weeds in Californication. Yeah, but this is my other new favorite show. Celebrity Rehab is on again. Uh, yes. And Michael Lohan, Lindsay's dad, is one of the... Uh, the, the patients. Yeah. And he is like the biggest fame whore. Like, you definitely see where, where it comes. I mean, I don't believe there's an ounce of sincerity in that man. Hmm. Yeah. And he's, he's crying on camera and he keeps saying, I can't believe I'm crying on camera. Yeah. Well, you agreed to be on a TV show that's being filmed. <laughs> I can't believe I'm on camera. Oh. Uh, so is this Lindsay Lohan collapsing hours after house arrest ends? A... Well, we usually don't. We usually well, don't find those in the other news, so I'm That's not right. even going to. I will signify that with a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't watch the. All right, and this one, and we have two more in other newses, and these ones tie up further. Uh, last week's story. Would like to thank Lindsay though for for being a part of our uh, introduction every week. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Wow. 
Grunt control device lets Wimbledon fans turn down the volume of a shrieking Sharapova and company. Grunt control device? What does that mean? I don't know. It says tennis fans who have suffered years of headaches from the incessant grunting. Oh, oh, listen to that. Commercial. Hey. An actual commercial on non-commercial radio. Yeah, look at that. I have no idea how to make that stop. Uh, no. Wow, that was... Uh, see, you can tell that it's live. <laughs> it's very exciting. And it's a Mac. Yeah, it's a Mac. <laughs> yeah, so basically, people, I guess there's... I, how would it know to turn that down? Just yeah. the grunting. I don't know. This must be for people at on, at the home audience. You can't actually. I guess you can't hear in the stands. But I guess if you're in the stands, you maybe you wear something like an interpreter at the UN and you put something on and it just isolates out the grunting. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm gonna get away from this story anyway. Just yeah. I'd close this tab. There's just too much chitty chat happening. Oh this. Lord. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I knew you come to expect a certain level of professionalism. This is yeah. what happens when the professional is not at the studio <laughs> doing his thing. Right, when I'm actually sitting here in Duvet Studios North. It's it's uh It's like a cozy though, right? It is cozy. Nice and I, sunshine. I, it's nice to see Rebo live and in person, but yeah. I rarely get a chance to see Rebo. She's on the phone, working hard. I know. Well we have a special oh, guest next week. I know. Right? Should we mention? Should we tease? Should we jinx? No, we can I think we can mention. I think we can straight out say it. Do you, say it. This is your this is your your baby. Okay, next week uh on the show live and in person calling in, we will have none other than the Lord S of Dogtown, Miss Emily Kometko herself, Chelsea Hobbs. We'll be calling So in. much hotter than Mr. Barasco. Why yes. can't we have her in the studio? Yes, the uh the hottest hair on television. We'll yes. Calling in, so we have lots of questions. If you have any questions for her, yeah, um, yeah, M I O B I O B I Nation, M I O B I O B I Nation, <laughs> right uh, in, right in. We will, we will, we will promote this on Twitter, and we'll get your questions. What in, do they said at gmail.com Because your emails mean so much. They do. Yeah. All right. So a uh, huge bust nets bath salt kingpins. Oh, we're following up on bath salt. Of course, yeah. huge bust makes me think of a huge bust, but <laughs> and it makes me think of uh, the Keystone Cops. Slipping around and dressing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so the bath salt nation has come to an end, huh? Yeah, yeah. Know what I love? The bath salts apparently had names like strains, like you would name like oh, you know, like, like Kush. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one was the Charlie Sheen. Oh God! Doesn't that guy have enough? Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. So uh, this is in New York, no Washington. Was charged with heading the ring that authorities said supplied dealers based out of Manhattan shops, including Crazy Fantasy Tattoo in Greenwich Village. Uh, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the feds uh, the rated. The, I guess they were selling these bath salts. Yeah. In the, and they're not bath salts apparently. They're just in bath salt looking jars, oh. and they have titles. And you go to like head shops, and you could buy the various bath salts that are designed to give you a high. Well, okay, here's my question. What if these bath salts that aren't bath salts that they sell in bath salt containers? Yes. Um, what if you use them as bath salts? Getting too complicated. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe they would rot your flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, the world will be safe soon enough. We have the DEA <laughs> cracking down on the bath salts. I'd like to think we had a hand in that. We bringing did. the bath salts. Thank you. I was going to say that too. I think our shining our <laughs> mag light <laughs> On this situation has prompted uh, the people into action. Oh, good. So there you go. That nice. was uh, that's in other news. I like in other news. It, it, it feels good. It feels right. It does feel right. 
So, oh, oh, phrased out. Uh, let's oh. do one more segment. Okay. Let's do one more segment, and we'll start. We'll start wrapping, okay. wrapping things up. All right. I got a couple things that need to be phrased out. Do, 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 do. Maybe you can come up with some, uh, Mr. Barasco, while you're here. And listeners, as always, write in at whatdubaysit at gmail.com or call us at 415-937-0445 and let us know what you'd like to see phrased out of the popular vernacular. All right, Rob, Bob. And that is not a sex term. What do you got that is to be phrased out? I always forget that this is a, a new segment on the show, so I never, yeah. remember, I never remember what. That's a good one. Um... Under the bus. Under the bus. Under the bus. Watching the new show, by the way, that we will be following and talking about, our summer replacement show. Yes. Love in the Wild. I know you have it taping. I did. I recorded it last night. I will not spill the beans, but I did watch the inaugural episode last night. (laughs) Yes. There is a new Rossi. Oh, okay. Yes, this guy's a, I don't, can't quite place his accent. I'm curious for you to weigh in. Maybe that'll be a, a game we can play. Where is this fucker from? Oh, okay. Cause, and I won't cheat. I'm, there's probably an iPhone app that I can download that identifies an accent and tells you what it is. It probably is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's as bad as you think it is and is good if that's good for us. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I, mean, it, it, I think this is actually a, a perfect um, uh, replacement for dating in the dark. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And let's get, uh, get all you people on board. Play along. We don't, we don't have anything to do with ABC or, or no. Love in the Wild. It seems to work out that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But if, uh, if you want to play along and listen to the show, I know that some of our listeners stop listening when we start talking about TV yeah. shows. But if you watch the show, then maybe you can enjoy it. Yeah, this is one that you probably are going to want to watch, and then you'll ask yourself why you're watching it. There you go. All right, Under the Bus. Oh, so do they, do they mention this in the show? Somebody mentions Under the Bus. Uh, Under the Bus now has become completely misused. People just use under the bus willy-nilly all the time. It doesn't mean anything when you just say, oh man, I'm so hungry, I'm really throw myself under the bus this time. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, I hate it. And, and it's a terrible term. It's, it's one of those terms that maybe at one time, the first few people that were using it, it was kind of like, oh, that's clever, you know. Now it's being used so much by so many people, and especially corporate speak, you know, yeah. it's always uh, anything that gets adopted by corporate America, you know, it's like the sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, well, I don't even follow the the etymology of it. Like, you know, you know, being sold up the river actually has a, 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 a something behind it, right? When you say something's been sold up the river, you mm-hmm. can trace it back to to the slave trade and and the being up the Ohio River, where mm-hmm. you know, sending out over there, and so you can you can we all know the story of being sold up the river, right? <laughs> but was there a time in corporate America where some, I always just picture someone standing on the sidewalk in a bus coming and grabbing the back of somebody's shirt and you know, throwing them into the street and a bus running over them? When, when does that happen? That's well, that's that, that's the visual that I get with it. You know, yeah. you get tossed under the bus and then the maybe the bus is filled with uh, because the bus needs to eat people occasionally. Right, feed it. <laughs> you gotta feed the bus. Yeah, the, the bus other- is always filled with Catholic schoolgirls wearing Catholic schoolgirl uniforms. When I think of it. Ooh, I like your bus. I want to ride that bus. <laughs> uh, okay, here's two more that need to be phrased out. All right. It's all good. Okay, yeah, it's all good. I just hate it. I just hate hearing people say it. Yeah. It's... Well, because it, 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 it never actually accurate dis- accurately describes something that's in strife that needs to be brought down. Yeah. It's usually just a, you're talking too much and I'm tired of hearing you. Yeah. And it's also white, white people trying to sound black. Yeah. I yeah. That shit. The other one is, it is what it is. It is what it is. It okay. is what it is, 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 is such a 
it's a, a non-philosophical way for somebody to s- s- sub in philosophy. Okay, that one doesn't bother me so much. I don't. I guess I don't no, I, hear yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with you, Jesse. Doesn't bother you? That one actually applies. Sometimes. I hate it. Is what it is. It doesn't say anything. <clears throat> well, no, I don't know if that doesn't say anything. I feel like uh, if somebody's blowing something, getting overreacting to something. That you can say, hey, hey, you know, it, it, you don't need to overreact. It, it, I guess I wouldn't say it is what it is. But I, I guess I don't hear that in, uh, that much. You must be running in circles where it is what it is. is. Yeah, maybe I am. Okay, we won't <laughs> phrase that out. <laughs> I don't use it, but I, I don't know. My boss uses it all the time. What it means is it sort of lets me off the hook of a certain group. So I like it. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. All right, so we, Bob Duvet has been overruled. Yes. It is what it is. It's staying in the popular vernacular. <laughs> it's being it's it's being rephrased. Do, do either of you have anything you'd like to see phrased out? I would only say uh, I'm so hungry I could literally eat a horse. I would I would get rid of it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You don't, but it is literal. If you would actually eat, eat the horse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Might get hoof and mouth disease. When I, when I see that happen, then I'll bring it back. Well, then I, I will say I alluded to this earlier, and I, I might have mentioned this before, but I, I would like to phrase out the phrase "I thought to myself." Okay. And I think I might have mentioned this on shows before because you can think out loud or you can say to yourself, there is no other way to think but to yourself. The word is I thought. I thought. That's what that's what the word thought means. You know, people like to reference themselves in everything. I thought to myself, oh, interesting. How could you tell me some other way that you might have been thinking? Yeah, but if you heard a cat say that, you'd be impressed. If I heard a cat say anything, I would be impressed. <laughs> Where's a rim shot when you need one? <laughs> oh, we got a copter! Hey! We are, we are heading out. Rob on his way to get his hair done. All right, so I do have to get my hair done, and we do need to head out, but... His I, hair oh, did. Hair did. Get my hair did! So, um, last night there was a news story that I thought was kind of funny on the actual local news. And okay. Did you hear about this? There was a bunch Dave of 200 trapped Boy Scouts dead, dude, got dude. caught on the wrong side of a river. They're on some sort of Boy Scout retreat. Oh, well, how did they get over the river? I, the well, because of the, the, there's been flooding. Oh, and, I see. And so, and I'm like, well, a bunch of Boy Scouts... Who better to be trapped on the other side of the river? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's like, exactly. Why is this news? This is on-the-job training. <laughs> that's exactly who yeah. I want to be trapped on the wrong side exactly, of the river. Exactly, right? Well, I was, well, and everybody water. was like, big news. They had a bunch of reporters saying, the Boy Scouts are trapped. I'm like, well, yeah, that's who needs to be trapped on the other side <laughs> exactly. of the river. Exactly. They know exactly what they do. Separate the men from the boys. I think there's a whole chapter in the Boy Scout handbook about how to get across a flooding they river. They probably yeah. started to problem solve by whittling little cars out of wood. Yeah, right. They, they, immediately, exactly. they, they organized a soapbox survey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Pinewood Derby. Thank you very much. Is that what it was? Yeah, Pinewood. Oh, I thought it was soapbox. No, no, soapboxes are actual cars that you sit in. Pinewood Derby is just little uh, cars that you sit in. Were you ever a Boy Scout? I wasn't. I was a Cub Scout and I was a Weeblow. But uh-huh. just before, I was, uh, look it up. You'd be ordained. I was glad you were a Weeblow Wobblow. No, no, no. It was no Weeblow Wobblow. Weeblow stands for We'll Be Loyal Scouts. Oh. W-E-B-L-O-S. Uh-huh. Weeblows. And it's it's kind of like the uh, junior high school of scouts because you you're not quite a cub anymore, but you're not a boy scout. No, I and like me some cubs. Just before <laughs> I became, uh, just before I was to become a boy scout, Troop Three Six Five disbanded. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I wonder if a cub is like if for fe- or female Girl Scouts is their ultimate goal to be a cougar. No, no, no. A, a cadet is what you become when you're a Girl Scout. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. We we have a, a mutual friend that was an Eagle Scout. Yeah, yeah. That, I, isn't that the highest level of scout? Yeah, I, I went to a friend of mine's Eagle Scout ceremony in my senior year in high school. Oh, we yeah? went to his actual Eagle Scout ceremony. Yeah. yeah so, but these Boy Scouts should be you no know, no sweat. This is what they live for. Ugh, 
if totally yeah so I, I thought that was amusing. at the very least they could have prayed exactly prayed to whatever you know the, and the, I would pray, at that point I would start praying to Indian gods <laughs> I think I pray to Moses he knows what to do in that situation just fucking part the shit that's right <laughs> you know, um, probably pull off their gold ascots and build a dam or something or do they wear? Do the Boy Scouts wear ascots? They, do, they wear little gold ascots. They kind of like Earl Flynn. Maybe was a big yeah. inspiration. I think ascot is a bit of a <laughs> is a bit of a overselling of the kerchief that the Boy Scouts wear. Hey, uh, I know you do got to go get your hair yeah, did. I do. So, uh, 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 what do you got coming up this weekend? For the you doing anything for the commie holiday? I am actually. I'm going to celebrate the commie holiday by going to see a rock band. <laughs> oh, that's surprising. <laughs> Tomorrow, actually, Mr. Brasco is going to join for the for the show. San yeah. Francisco band, Sunny in the Sunsets. Ah. And uh, the sandwich is opening up. I recommend them. Both. Oh, maybe you can uh, give uh, Chris Johnson a call and get Decoy Puppet on the bill. I should call Chris and say, get the band back together. Man. <laughs> Chris Johnson, this is your life calling. Uh, Mr. Divot's on the line. You accept this? There's a Mr. Divot on the line for you, Mr. Johnson. Put him through. Jason, what are you doing this weekend? I am driving back to uh, Los Angeles, and uh, I don't know if I'm doing much of anything. I, uh, I'm, I'm. This I, show, I, don't you? Isn't there usually an annual party, a gathering of the of the tribes on? Well, there used to be a big gathering of yeah. the tribes on the 4th, and I used to go up and visit my, my parents on the 4th as well, but uh, I have a very good friend whose birthday falls on the 4th of July, and every year she organizes... Is that man Ron Kovitz? It is not. Uh, Ronnie Kovitz? Good guess. Uh, nor is it Randy Quaid. I, she always would get people to join her bright and early at dawn in the morning, and everyone would caravan in a car together to the beach and spend a lot of time down on the beach all day mm -hmm. long at barbecue. And I just never uh, – any day that is a holiday, I don't want to get up early. Yeah. Um, I have to get up early all the time, or I'm, I wake up early all the time anyway. Uh, so to get up early on a holiday, and I just I just have – and lots of times there's other things to do. But So she's having an actual barbecue starting at 1 in the afternoon. I will be joining her for that. I don't know if there will be fireworks or anything, but it's good that it's a Monday. There's always fireworks with you, Jace. That's right. <laughs> you got that right. Barasco, what's your story? It's all good. I'm driving back to L.A. on the 4th for work. Very American. I hope you're going to be flying a, 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 a flag at, on, on your way down the 101. <laughs> yeah, have it f flapping off your oh, antenna. I think you should drive with your arm extended out the window while <laughs> holding a huge flag. Yeah. Singing God Bless America. Yeah, so, and then I think we have that going on Saturday. We'll be driving a Ford. But that's American yeah. car. There you, nothing more patriotic than in supporting the folks in Detroit. There you go. Um, and then uh, I think we actually got invited. I always complain I never get invited anywhere in these holidays, and we actually got invited. And my initial reaction was to, like, you know, be like, oh! And we actually get invited to a house party in Mill Valley. There's yeah. going to be a pool and a barbecue and the whole, you know, the whole ball of wax. Mm -hmm. And and my wife says, "We got invited." I said, "Yes." And I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. She's like, "But you always say that we never get invited. And if somebody invites us somewhere, we should go." And then, but I hate the, the thought of being tied oh, no, down. No, see, that's just it. It's it's not. And I've said this before. I I I don't want to go, but I hate being hate not being invited. You have said that. I get it now. Yeah. That's exactly my feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go, but I hate not being invited. Yeah, we go to parties with a lot of baggage. <laughs> yeah, we do. I used to leave parties without saying goodbye. Just I love that about you. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out that's what was happening. And then when I did, I was just like, I would try and 
catch it and I never could you know like I as much as I'd be aware that this is gonna happen at some point it would always take me by surprise and it'd be like ah <laughs> you know, like I wanted to like open the door and be like ah no. you you're leaving yeah that's why I always drive myself I, I never want to be beholden to anybody or anything. Yeah, see, and that's the other thing. We're beholden on this uh, gig because we're going with not the most reliable of people. Listener Gail is going to be driving, and so <laughs> which means we are going to be on her agenda. I see. And it's just like uh, I'm like okay, but but I've I've laid all this out there. So when in fact it does happen, I can just look at my wife and be like, you see? Yeah. Uh, Still want to go to parties? Yeah, the thing about that is, and I was actually just having this conversation again the other day with uh, someone else. None of these conversations are all happening with the same person. <laughs> They're all different people about uh, like changing on the fly, like changing plans and mm -hmm. being okay with the with uh, making things happen differently. Yeah, and uh, I don't uh, live my life that way. No, I have a really hard time doing that. I, I like stick to like I I, I need I. I knew I needed to be here, and I didn't need to be here. Like, but yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here. I, I have to go. It was pulling on me. Um, so changing, I, I'm okay with changing plans as long as I can plan for it. Yes, I hear you. No, I know. <laughs> I, I, I like to know. I just want all I want to know is no. Like, if somebody says, "Yeah, we'll get together," like Dave and I were talking about, uh, Mr. Brasco, yeah. we're talking about getting together today. Yeah. And all I would require is that I get some sort of text or a phone call saying, "Yeah, we're still going to do it." Yeah. Just so I know. Yeah. Not like, but I have some friends where you make a plan and then they just go into hiding and then they just show up outside your door. Yeah. And at that point, I've already bailed out on the plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just how it works. But I haven't bailed out on you, listeners. That's right. Nor will we be bailing out next week when we have special guest Chelsea Hobbs calling in. We are so lucky. Yes. I'm so excited. I will be back in. I'm getting my hair cut for Chelsea Hobbs. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Now, I wanted to ask you this. Do you go to a, a stylist? I do. Do you? I have a friend who uh, is a hairstylist and cut my hair. She gives me a really good price, but oh, I couldn't okay. afford her. Oh, I see. But she'll she'll do it for me because uh, you know whatever. She's a friend. Gonna get some highlights for the summer. I'm if, by highlights you mean a little bit of gray creeping in. Then absolutely <laughs> something on your tips. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think that sounds lovely. Uh, what I am gonna be, we are gonna be walking through the the tenderloin to get to the. The hair appointment. I'm just praying I don't get sprayed with breast milk on the way through. Well, good luck with that. Godspeed. Yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. Thank you, Rob, for having me here with your Hetch Hetchy water and yeah, uh, this yeah. comfy chair here. All the Hetch Hetchy you can drink. It's always here for you. I appreciate that. It's always great. To it's always here, here for you in L.A., too, because you guys take it from us. I know. Down the aqueduct. Uh, apologies to listener Alan or listener Peter for me not telling you that I was up here. Ah, uh, that's all right. Yeah. I know one of them doesn't. Just doesn't listen. Just doesn't listen. But I have my hands full. Yeah. Leave it at that, folks. And why don't you leave us until next week? Yay! Mr. Brasco, sign off. <laughs> I, I'd still see my swag bag I was promised by Reba when I first got it. Oh, we'll get it to you hey, now. next week. Next week. Can you tell me what the day said? Did you hear what the day said? Can you hear what the day said? What do they said? I really want to know. Do they said alternate lyrics? <laughs> Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.